it's only in my dreams. But they say if you dream a thing more than once, it's sure to come true. Now, come along with Callie and Cozy, and get tangled up in Disney. No choice. Here comes the smolder. Hey everybody! Welcome back to episode 11 of Tangled Up in Disney. I'm Callie, and this is Cozy. And Hello. we're so excited that you're here with us today. Indeed. Today. Yes. Tonight as we record. Whenever yeah. you're listening to this. Today. Tomorrow. Today. Tomorrow. From forever. Now. We're always here. Um, yeah. Speaking of, we are always here. We are on Twitter. Um, Tangled Up in... Sorry. Tangled in Disney is the um, Twitter handle. And we've been throwing up some fun updates on there. Anytime we see something that looks exciting... Or we get some more updates on something like the Disney Dreamlight Valley update that came out on a release date with information. Uh, we're retweeting that. We're probably going to be throwing up some polls here in the next few days slash weeks. We've got some ideas. So make sure you guys head on over to that Twitter so you can participate and we can um, make sure we get that audience participation in for you guys. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Um, thank you again for everybody being here. It's a, it's a day early. There's some exciting gaming stuff happening in, in the world this week. Um, mm -hmm. and we, we really needed to record tonight so that we could, uh, we could game the games. So thank all you all the for games. being here. It's, there's so many games. It's so good. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Um, so just a couple quick updates and then we can jump in. Um, so the quick, easy stuff, this is the 25th anniversary of the Disney Cruise Line. Holy anniversary, Disney. They're just, it's going to be anniversary after anniversary, I feel like, for the next year or so. <laughs> um, yeah. But they are doing some special sailings for this year, May through September of 2023. So if you already have a cruise booked for that time, or if you're looking to book a cruise, those dates are going to be awesome dates for you to pick. They're going to be doing some very special things. Um, I'm actually I'm really excited to see what comes out of it. I bet you there's going to be some nice um, sales. You could probably get some good last minute options on those ships. So for y'all that want to y'all that want to go on a cruise, keep an eye out. Any of them? Any of the ships? I think it's any of them for sailings May through September, but. I don't know. I say that and it's probably not on the wish because the wish is the newest one, but I technically it doesn't say it just says join us for a silver anniversary at sea for sailings May through September, 2023. So it might be all of them. I would like, I like the idea of a, I kind of like the idea of a cruise, but I feel like either I would be sick the whole time, like seasick. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Or I feel like it's just the cesspool of germs that you cannot get away from because you're <laughs> so, all stuck on a boat. 
I will say um, Disney especially, and then some of like the higher tier cruise lines, they do it really well. Like you cannot enter the dining hall without using hand sanitizer. Um, Disney still hasn't gone, I don't think, back to full buffet style. Like I think you have to walk up and ask somebody for the food and they oh, put nice. it on your plate for you. Um, there's there's a lot that Disney does to really up the hygiene on a cruise because you're all just stuck with each other <laughs> and everybody has very different hygiene levels. A germy um, tin can. Yeah. So I, I think Disney actually does really well. Um, secondhand experience. I just see a bunch of uh, videos about it because I have not ventured onto a boat yet because I am also afraid that <laughs> I would be very sick. I really, we want to do one though. I want to do like a, a short normal cruise. It's like two to three days, like two days out at sea or something and just see how paranoid well, I am. That's not too much. No. And then we start branching into like the week-long Mexican cruises. We'll get there. Oh, it's a long time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we had the Grammys last night and Encanto brought home three Grammys. Three. Best compilation soundtrack for visual media, best score soundtrack for visual media, and We Don't Talk About Bruno brought home the best song for visual media. Um, you so go. shout out to Lynn, Lynn Manuel Miranda. That was killed it. That was a amazing, amazing set of music there. So deserved though. I found out something interesting about him. Did you know he did like a rap for a remake of Schoolhouse Rock or the Electric Company or something that was on like a US show way long ago? No, I didn't. I'll, know have, that. To, I'll have to find the video. We'll we'll retweet it on the on the Twitters. Um but it's a video of him when he looks like he's a teenager and he's doing some rap. Or I think it's the electric company, like a reboot of that. He's funny. I'll he's have to find that. Very and talented. That. All the things. Oh, I just got a wordle reminder. If y'all haven't done your wordle yet, do your wordle. Do you still do that? Yeah. I send it to my mom and Bryn every day. Every day still? Every day. Wordle and quirtle. I have not done Wordle since the last time I messaged you my Wordle, which was probably months ago. I consistently text three people every day, and it's my mom and Bryn, if only for the fact that we're sending Wordle and Quirtle back to each other, and then you. <laughs> that, I love that. that is, if you, you guys were ever interested in why and who's texting me. You've made my three. pinned. You're on my pinned messages now on my iPhone. Yeah, It was just... Mark, my husband, and my mom. And now Callie is also there. So I have three pin messages. That, I love it. <laughs> Moving on up. Um, this may not be as Disney-centered, but I thought it was really interesting, especially because AMC has theaters in like the downtown Disney area and um, uh, Disney Springs. They're changing their seat values. So they're doing it to where... The lower seats that are like right up against the movie theater are value seats and they're going to be um, priced at the cheapest price range. Then you have the preferred seats, which are like middle of the theater and then standard seating. That's like everything else, I guess. And so they're going to have like price based on those. So it's like, oh, you mm. want a really cheap movie ticket. You get like the two front row seats that nobody ever wants. Or if you want those medium seats, you have to like pay a premium for them. Hmm. That's interesting. I hate the front row. I had to be in there once. I, I feel like I'm doing this 
the entire it's terrible. time and it's so uncomfortable and you can't see the whole screen so like you're having to use your i like being able to just sit and use my eyes instead of like using my neck you know it's i can't I did, go see imax for that reason i did not come to a movie to like work out i came to sit there and just watch <laughs> i get so anxious like we saw I don't even think it was something in IMAX. It was just on one of those like super massive screens and we sat closer than we normally do. And it was like, I felt like I was going to miss something. I had to keep like turning and I was, I was not a fan. No. IMAX is not for me. No. You will not catch me in an IMAX theater. But um, I don't like hey, 3D movies. I can't, I can't with my glasses. Yeah. I have to put the 3D glasses over my glasses and it makes me sick. Yeah. It makes me sick and I usually get a headache. Both. Bam. I will never buy tickets to a 3D movie. Nah, not worth it. Like, hey, you want to buy a 3D TV? Nope. My first 3D movie was Spy Kids in the theater. Really? And it was like the red and the and the blue. blue. I don't. Cardboard? I don't remember glasses. what mine was. I see so few because they messed with my dad too because my dad wears glasses. And so mm. like, we just never went and saw him. Yeah. I'll have to think about that. I'll have to see if I, I've, I've ridden quite a few 3D rides. Thanks, mm. Universal. Um, speaking of, okay, speaking of Universal, I, I know it's not Disney, I'm sorry, but it's theme park related. Um, they put out an update for their park in Texas. It looks really, oh, really? cool. It's going to be like super kid themed. They're going to have Minions ride. Um, I think more Shrek rides, which is exciting because the only thing that they have um, in Orlando, I think is like one of those 4D Shrek things. And I don't like the 4D ride. So I'm hoping this is like a legit Shrek ride. Like maybe you get on a little roller coaster through the swamp. That'd be cool. Mm, that would be. That I want to go to Super Mario Land. Or... I do too. Oh, it looks so good. I'm, I'm interested because there's a lot of things that they're saying don't work as well here as the park over in Japan. Mm. but that one's been open longer so maybe it's a we're working out kinks versus something else but i i'm excited that that would be really cool to go to i saw on tiktok today this beauty and the beast ride at disneyland paris or tokyo i don't know i don't remember I which it's one tokyo um that looks I'm so cool I'm half excited for that and half upset because I came up with a concept ride when I was in middle school and I drew, I drew it out. I drew out everything that it was going to be. I drew out the, um, the car that you sat in and it was a beauty and the beast ride through like that. Mm -hmm. And it almost looks identical. I mean, I, okay. It's not like it's the most genius idea in the world. I'm not saying Disney stole the idea from me. But I've talked to quite a few people who are now Imagineers and have shown them that. And I'm just saying, <laughs> y'all owe me some money. <laughs> Imagine. It, does. it looks really cool, though. I love when they put out the, the new ride concepts and they show what they look like in the other parks. And then I'm just really jealous that they're there because I'm like, man, I really want to go there. Yeah. Same. Paris. I think Paris will be the first international one we go to eventually. I don't think I'll ever go to Tokyo. Really? I don't think so. I would do Paris and Tokyo. I would not do um, Shanghai um, right now. Yeah. And I would also not do Hong Kong, but I would do Paris and Tokyo. 
maybe. I would do Paris. Let's see about Tokyo. I got to learn some Japanese first. Mm. Uh, I know none. <laughs> got to learn some language. I barely know English, so. <laughs> some days it feels like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is across the board for Disneyland and Disney World. The update didn't really say, but housekeeping should be getting ba- mousekeeping. Mousekeeping should be getting back to normal soon. Um, they had been doing it on a limited to where while you were on your stay, Unless you specifically requested something to be done, they would not come in your room while you were there. Um, It's going back to either every day or every other day, depending on which resort you're staying in. I imagine the more deluxe resorts are going to be like everyday housekeeping versus a value or moderate resorts, probably like every day, sorry, every other day or with gaps in between. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Get some fresh sheets. Yeah. That would be nice. That's why I like going to hotels. Like, ah, ah nice. You just, they're day. all crisp and cool. Yeah. It's Get great. Some towels. Yeah. I definitely go oh, through okay. towels with the, with the kiddo. Oh. Hotels never give you enough towels when you have kids. No. We had to ask for like a bajillion towels because it was both of us, two kids and my sister. Towels and pillows. Yeah. Actually, there were so many pillows on the bed. We just shared just them. Just use those. Yeah. <laughs> I always, we always need more pillows. Um, ooh, the Disney shareholder meeting is April 3rd at 1 p.m. Eastern. If you can't listen in, because I feel like this is one of those ones where they actually do like a listen-in option for everybody. There's obviously going to be live tweeting for it. Uh, but this is where they are going to vote on Nelson Peltz. Being a part of oh the committee board thing, the big baby. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm I keep getting his ads or at like ads through his group that are like, if you want to make a good decision for restoring the magic, vote Nelson Peltz. And I'm like, no, I'm oh, I'm brother. good. It's like a presidential campaign. <laughs> it's, like, it's crazy. I keep I blocked him. I was like, I'm just gonna block this group. I I don't. You're not going to put out anything I care about. It's good. No. Lame. Um, I don't know that we've talked about it the super ton. There was um, it's this whole Reedy Creek issue where Disney World uh, in Orlando has their own. I have to research this more, but it's basically like they have their own utilities district that they can like run their electric and their water off as, off of. And it's called the Reedy Creek District. And this is where it like went into the political side where Disney made the governor really mad. And the governor said, because you made me really mad, we're going to take away your rights to your Reedy Creek thing. Um, After time, (laughs) they've basically come out and said that they're not dissolving the Reedy Creek thing for Disney and for other theme parks. They are changing the name of it to some weird political name. And there's going to be a board of members that like vote on it and have say in it. But the governor picks the people on the board and no person who has worked with or for a theme park within the last three years is allowed to serve on the board. Which, I mean, I guess for bias and making sure you're not voting towards your own interests, like that's probably pretty smart. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I know nothing about this. It's it's 
it's a weird political nonsense at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, but what I think is good news coming out of it, unless I have read the bill wrong, is that it's not putting more taxes on local tax payers, which was the issue. They were going to dissolve this thing where Disney basically paid all their own utility stuff and the money was going to be in the long run forced onto the taxpayers um, or some of their Ooh. taxpayer money was going to go towards that, which feels weird to me. Yeah, no. I, I don't think that that's a thing anymore. But again, I I probably have to read the bill a little bit more. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, now that we got all the boring stuff out of the way, we can talk about the exciting update. What, Dreamlight? Yeah. 16th? Yep, February 16th is the next update. I'm so excited. They really threw me off with the February 6th. Stop stop announcing the date of the announcement. Disney. Yeah, I just, don't like that. Just, just announce tell it. tell me the date. And let's let's do this. Yeah. No, that'll be good, though. It's, it's a uh, Thursday? It's a Thursday. Yes. I know what we'll be doing that day. Yes. <laughs> um, two new characters, Mirabelle and Olaf. Yes. Which will be great. Um, I have to find room for the casita. I don't know where I'm going to put the casita. I've got to like look. Oh, I got to move my stuff around. I'm excited for, to have like Olaf follow me. See him like a bottle around. Be so he should cute. be another character, right? And not like a like a Pua style buddy. He would be a character, right? Oh yeah. Because they're coming out with a new companion, the bunny. Okay. Um I want him to the... I want him to be like a fishing buddy or something. That'd be fun. Yeah, no, I think he's a a legit character. Like Mirabelle. Um Yeah, but that's kind of all we know really. Um, we have the, it looks like Mickey and Minnie will be getting special outfits <gasps> for the yeah. 100th anniversary. The star path I think is going to be amazing. So I'm going to grind the star path so that I can have all the 100 years of wonder, beautiful merch in the game. Hey, and you were spot on there. The ears that are coming are the special 100th anniversary ears that they're selling in parks. So good guess on that one. That one was great. You know, I sometimes have good ideas. <laughs> only sometimes <laughs> yeah it's a little bit more um i never remember what the name of the snowy area is but we're gonna get the orb for the snowy area uh frosted heights thank you frosted mm -hmm. heights frosty flights wrong game um yeah so frosted heights it looks like it's um you know that the cave that's on the beach that you went in and you had to like put, you had to plant like the wheat and the tomato and stuff. It looks like what that looked like in some of the symbols in that cave. So I think it's going to open up a cave and we have to like go inside and do stuff in order to get the orb from it. Is that the same cave as Elsa was in? Um, and you do all her missions. It's similar. I don't. I. I don't remember if she had. If she did have symbols, it was because you had to put like the card things in there. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, that'd be great. Uh, we get to decorate our houses finally, which is great because while the interior of our houses look fire, the exterior still looks like a dump. And I've been really waiting for them to give us like the opportunity to make our house look nice. 
Yeah. That's why I kept upgrading the interior of my house and adding more and more floors because I was like, well, eventually I'll get to a point where the outside of my house doesn't look like it has because I think it has boarded up windows still. I don't think they're boarded, but it's just like basic. I'm like, I need to change this. Basic. Basic. Um, we get the bunny. Somebody, so somebody in your Discord, uh, was it was it actually Mackie? I had think like so, yeah. super zoomed in and there's like a shadow squirrel. Yeah, it looks like an So I wonder if we, like, another option for a companion is going to be the shadowy squirrel. If you, if you want to be a villain in the game, which I've seen a lot of people want to be, you could have that. Be I'm not cool. a villain person, so. I think the little shadowy squirrel looks really cute. I'd pick, I'd put the shadowy squirrel over the weird Easter bunny looking thing, to be honest. Yeah, I won't use the Easter bunny. <laughs> I like Lightning. the like. I think I have a fox following me around right now. I have Pua. We put Pua on every. Aiden asks for Pua a lot. He's so cute. Mommy, put on Pua. I'm like, okay, I got you. Forgotten squirrel. Ooh. 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 From the oh great oh yeah. Because it kind of does look like the forgotten. They're teasing Whoa. more and more about finding out about like all the forgotten stuff. So maybe that's going to be like what the happens first step. when we figure it out. Then what? It's probably still going to be the forgotten. Eh. It can't look like the other squirrels in the valley. That'd be silly. Yeah. There's a lot that they hid in this photo. They did a really good job. Yep. Indeed, they did. I like keep looking at it going, what, what am I missing? What else is there? What if the squirrel follows around like the shadowy forgotten person? It's not actually our companion at all. It's their companion because it was our old companion. Mm, freaky. What if it's all connected? <laughs> Okie dokie. That's all I had for updates. Yeah, I had a nun, so you're better than I am. <laughs> Man, Disney Twitter just pulls me in. You're I lucky this know. week that there are updates because I've spent most of my week looking at NASCAR stuff. So we're lucky we got a lot of Disney out of me this week. Yeah, I haven't really been looking at anything. Just trying to survive <laughs> sickness and children's sickness and my sickness. So <laughs> I know the feeling. Survival has been my, <laughs> well, hey, my you're priority here. this week. <laughs> you made it through a Monday. Woo! Oh, I did. Yay. <laughs> And second kid's birthday's done, so I don't have to think about them till next year. His cake looked amazing, by the way. So Cozy sent me a picture. It's this beautiful little Lego cake. Did y'all have that? Did like somebody make that, or did y'all have yeah. it ordered? No, uh, a lady on our street owns like her own baking company, and she decorates cakes, and we That's got her awesome. to do them. It looks really she's a, good. She's amazing. And all of that was edible. But did it taste good? Yeah. Okay, I was like, fondant it's like modeling chocolate. Okay. It wasn't fondant. Modeling Ugh. chocolate, way better. So good. It Anyways. looked fantastic. Off topic, but <laughs> nonetheless, I like going off topic. Oh, oh, sorry, guys. I have homework. Um, teacher, I'm here to report my. I I got to turn it in. Um. Oh yeah. So my homework was to watch Lion King one and a half because I am very upset over the Mufasa show being told. Uh, by narrators that include Timon and Pumbaa. 
Mm-hmm. And I would like to come out and say that Timon and Pumbaa never knew, never knew Mufasa. And anything they've known about Mufasa, they've heard from secondhand places. So I still think it's stupid that they're going to be part of the storytelling here. Could they're literally funny, doing though. it because people like Timon and Pumbaa. It could be funny. Oh, I'm sure it will they be just funny. Make but if random crap up. If they, th- this will be my problem that Disney likes to do this. They like to throw in random stuff and use characters that they are just putting in for marketing. I <laughs> that that's going to circle back tonight. Um. They're going to be then Timon's going to like tell a story about how when he came to the Pride Lands and he met Mufasa, like, nah, 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 nah. You watch Lion King one and a half. He was like in the middle of the stampede, never saw Mufasa, nothing like ever happened. Never knew him. Hmm. Interesting. I have, so I'm, I'm intrigued on how Disney's going to do it without basically retconning all of the Lion King movies. Maybe they're only like, most people have only seen the first one, so we're fine. <laughs> Even then, he met Timon and Pumbaa having run away from, I'm, mm, mm, we'll have to see. Um, I think it was Disney Food Blog, Disney, as a, just the last thing as I'm pulling up my notes. Um, Disney Food Blog asked an interesting question. If somebody offered you a million dollars, but you could never visit another Disney park, would you take the million dollars? None. No Disney parks. No. See, I wouldn't either. I mean, like, no. <laughs> just a million? It would have to be more than just a million. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to need to give me more than a million. Like, I mean, let me you- get my butt off and I can earn myself enough to live. Right. No. Not, Millions no. not enough for me to say no more Disney park. And people were like, you could still go on Disney cruises and go to Aulani. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not the same. One Disney cruise is like easily five to six thousand dollars. That's a lot of money when you're trying to set yourself up on a million dollars here. And it's not the same as the parks. And Aulani's nothing like the parks. Aulani's like off on its own. It just is a nice fancy hotel. Nope. You're gonna need more than a million dollars. Yeah. It would take it would take more than a million dollars. So that's our question of the day for y'all. Let us know if you were offered a million dollars but could never go to another Disney park. Would you do it? I'm interested to see what Mark will say. I think he might say Trey no. Would be which like, I would be like, done deal. Give me the I, million. I think he might surprise me and say no. And then I would be like, you're the best. I, I am very confident that most people in my life would say, go ahead and give me the million dollars. Be like Universal's still a thing. I'm going to parts, and I will report back. Cozy, your homework for next week. That's easy homework. (laughs) (laughs) I had to watch a movie. It was a good movie. If you haven't seen Lion King one and a half, it's quite funny. You should watch it. Um, Chat, it's it's a good one. All right. Tonight, we are discussing sidekicks. or as I've put in my notes, sidekick versus annual and annual. Sidekick versus animal companion. Um, because what I've discovered is that Disney fans like to call anything and everything a sidekick when it, there's sidekick guidelines. And some of these don't fit the guidelines that are set. Does Disney have sidekick guidelines? I looked. Because, I can't find any. Because they have the princess guidelines. Yeah, I can't find any. Okay. There's like natural sidekick rules. 
Interesting. There's also apparently a game that Disney's put out called Disney Sidekicks. Yes, I found that out today as well. <laughs> Never heard of it, but you know. No. Okay, then what is your, who's your favorite? I didn't pick a favorite. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> oh my gosh, I did. So easy. I know who yours is without even saying it. Who is it? Yours is Pascal. Yes. Pascal is my number one. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's so sassy. He's this little green chameleon who's just chilling on her shoulder. And he's like the sassiest little thing. And I would love to be his best friend. <laughs> and him to be mine. I think if I had to pick, I'd go Pegasus from Hercules. I love Pegasus so much. That's what I thought you were going to say. I thought you, when I was looking through them, I was like, Callie's going to pick Pegasus. <laughs> Spot on. Yeah. Uh, Peg I, I just, I love Pegasus. Pegasus, honestly, Pegasus fits into everything I need to be considered a sidekick. He's a sassy horse, right? Yeah. Or a Pegasus. He's not a horse. Eh. He's a horse with wings. He Close looks enough. like a horse. Yeah. He's a fancy horse. A like a fancy cupcake is, horse. Like a cupcake is a fancy muffin. <laughs> A Pegasus is a fancy horse. A cupcake is a fancy muffin. Yeah. Just I've a muffin with a little, a little extra. A little pizzazz. Yeah. <laughs> you never heard that? Pegasus is the cupcakes of horses. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It works. Oh, my God. All right. So, but real talk. Um... Do you think Pascal qualifies as a sidekick? No. Because he doesn't really have to be in the movie. He doesn't. I don't think he does humor. anything. There's some humor that's brought from Pascal. Like there's some, like the, but, the tongue in the ear, the. Yeah. Staring down, but the eyes. I think I, I think if I had to pick somebody from that movie, especially if we're going animal wise, Max, the horse, feels more like a sidekick to me than Pascal does. Okay, that's fair. I think mm -hmm. I think Max furthers the story a little bit more. Now, is he? I think he's more sidekicky to Flynn, but really he doesn't than Rapunzel. Like Flynn, almost the whole movie. Yeah, but the two of them are like. They're the two that are together. Like if I'm picturing, I'm hitting my mic. I'm sorry. If I'm picturing um, toys, like merchandise being sold, there would be one package that has Rapunzel and Pascal in it. And there would be another package that has Flynn and Max. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm like, I can see that being packaged together. But they butt heads the whole movie. Oh yeah. Until the end. That's the humor of it. I love how they butt heads, but also... Flynn and Pascal buttheads. <laughs> so it's like Flynn can't get along with anybody. Flynn is loved by Rapunzel. And like, that's the, the be all end all. Yeah. I guess that's all that matters until the end. Then the others like him. Yeah. Eventually. Um, I also love, um, Hey, Hey. Again, mm. he's not a sidekick. Mm. He's an animal companion, <laughs> but he is so dumb and I love it. I can't stand it. I wish Pua was if you replaced Hey Hey with Pua no. throughout the entirety of that movie, I'd be I'd be much happier. No, he's so funny. He like 
tries to eat rocks and he and he walks off the boat and he can't swim. It's just so funny. It's just so dumb and I love it. I am not a hey hey fan. I love it. Should have cooked the chicken. <gasps> no. <laughs> I love chicken nuggets, but not not hey hey chicken hey, nuggets. Hey would make very many chicken nuggets. No, he's a skinny little thing. <laughs> I'll I'll give it to hey hey. They um he does save the heart at the end of the movie. He like eats it and coughs it back up for Moana. So yeah. like if he wasn't he there, he does a thing. If he wasn't there, where would it have gone? <laughs> Into the water. She just would have had to swim more for it. It's fine. <laughs> the water calls her. She wouldn't have had to swim. It just pop up. Calls me. So when I was researching these, I found something very interesting. When I thought about older Disney movies, older Disney movies from. Early, even into late 2000s in some cases, definitely the 90s movies and some older, they feel like they had more true sidekicks. Um, Mushu, like we talked about Mushu last week. M Mushu feels like a major sidekick to me. There was a lot that happened in Mulan that wouldn't have happened the same way without Mushu. Mushu brought the majority of the humor to that movie. As we can see by them taking out Mushu in the live action, there's no humor in it whatsoever. Okay, um, see, like he guided her. Kind of. Yeah. And let's her sense. coach to try and be a man. <laughs> be a man. Um, Little Mermaid, Flounder. Flounder feels like a, a super sidekick for Ariel. He's always with her. He's the person who's like, hey, we shouldn't do this or just encouraging her. Like he feels like, like a sidekick in that sense to me. Um, a lot of the earlier movies have that. The older movies, they just have really cute characters that they're throwing in so that they can market and sell more merchandise. The newer ones, you mean? Yeah, um, I mean. <laughs> you, I like those. I, it's, it, they're fun. They're cute. But I feel like Disney took a turn somewhere and decided that they're going to add humor but they're not going to add as much to the movie overall and we're going to use them more as a marketing ploy than like an actual plot device in a movie uh, yeah I, I guess so there's just all the ones that I was coming up with for like the newer Disney movies I'm like I they're either to me they don't qualify as a sidekick they qualify as either like a, a co-protagonist in the movie or just like another character. Like somebody said that um, all of the, like in Oliver and Company, you have like the cat and then the dog and then like the dog has a bunch of dog friends and they're like, oh, all the dog friends are sidekicks. And I'm like, no, no, no. The other dogs are just other dogs in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> they're just additional characters. Don't, they're not sidekicks. They're not even like an animal companion if you want to try to like break it down like that. Okay. Um, what about Ray? From Princess and the Frog. The Firefly. You know what's funny is that one never came up as a sidekick when I was looking into it, but Louie the alligator, crocodile, whatever kept coming up. Yes. They still, they feel like additional characters to me. Ray died. Oh, I know. He got smushed. Yep. It's sad. That is, that is... That's worth something. 
it it was sad. My adult cousin cried in the movie theater when Ray died. I'm pretty sure I cried too. It is terrible. <laughs> I still say it's an additional character in the movie. I wouldn't call it a co-protagonist. Like I would say that um, obviously uh, Tiana and Prince Naveen are like co-protagonists in that, but I wouldn't say that their band of merry friends are all sidekicks. I don't know how I feel about that. Let me know what y'all think. We might be at an impasse. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> well, cozy, hey, then. cozy okay. having an emotional moment. Okay. It's okay. I have a question though. Yeah. Does it have to be an animal? No. Um, I have, hold on. I have an example. Um, Emperor's New Groove. Actually, I see it getting called out in chat too. Um, this is another good example. Pacha, I would not consider to be a sidekick. I would say that Cusco and Pacha are co-protagonists through the movie together. I, I don't, I don't oh, know that yeah. I qualify him as a sidekick, but Kronk is Yzma's sidekick. He's bad. Now, would I want a movie without Kronk? Never. I li- Kronk's new groove is like my favorite. I prefer it over Emperor's new groove. I will watch anything and everything with Kronk in it. Um, but he definitely has, he's a sidekick to me in that. Oh, and not yeah. an animal. Opinion. Hey, now I, I had a thought today. Um, I was like, okay, if we're talking in Canto, is the house a sidekick? <sighs> Ooh, ooh, um, mm. because it helps in multiple different scenes and things of the movie. It helps like that. all of them out. Honestly, based on sidekick guidelines, I don't know. Do I still have them? I don't still have them pulled open. I had like a list of sidekick guidelines pulled open for like literary guides for writers. Um, I feel like Casita could be a good sidekick for that. It's a... Yeah. It's a, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a not expected sidekick, but mm-hmm. I mean, Casita helps today. her through that whole movie. Yeah. I like that. I'm a fan. Right? Casita is a sidekick, but it's not a person. It's not an animal. It's a magical house. Which if any movie was going to do that, and Kanto's definitely the one to do it because that one just threw everything Disney's ever known in their storytelling straight out the window. And they were like, nah, we're going our own way with this. And I love it. I love it. Unorthodox. Koto Hundo in chat, bless you. Unorthodox is exactly the word. That's a great word. That's great. Um, mm. (laughs) Got you thinking. I liked that one. Thank you. That one was good. See you again. Sometimes have good ideas. Oh, man. Oh, we were having this debate earlier. Um, Olaf versus Sven in a, in a sidekick protagonist. What are our thoughts and feelings? I don't think you need Sven. I mean, I think he's cool and he's like Kristoff's buddy. But I don't think he really adds much. Yeah. Sven is a... 
Great means of transportation, clearly. Anywhere they go, they use Sven for that. But and a friend. Yes. If you if you replace Sven with just unnamed reindeer one, not a lot changes there. And you can but, still keep some of the gags in, like the reindeer trying to eat Olaf's nose. That's a it's a it's a funny moment that Sven brings some extra humor into the movie, but we don't need that to be Sven in order for that to be funny. But in Frozen 2, he sings. That's progress. <laughs> when that song came on, I just remember vividly turning and looking at Trey and being like, what are we watching right now? Like, did we did we eat something before this movie? Are we watching the right movie? Like, I don't know what's happening. There's some weird 80s ballad music happening right now. <laughs> it's so good. That was a trip and a half. But, that but it is, was a great song. That is progress. You know, he he progressed from just being a deer to now singing a song yeah, in the hallucination. But yeah, I understand. But Olaf, though, I mean, he's, I feel like he's more, um, he has more of a role in the second movie than he did the first. Because yeah. he goes through a change even. It's almost like his, little, his own little story within the bigger story. Right? Yeah. So I'm like hearing all of his lines in my head from Frozen 2. My favorite he's is like, the one yet- where he's, Time mocks us. He's like holding the leaf up. <laughs> My favorite is when he's calling everyone. Anna, Sven, Samantha. I don't Samantha. know a Samantha. I don't know a Samantha. <laughs> it's so good. Olaf was great writing. I feel like they they wrote, even in Frozen 1, I think he's definitely intended to be a sidekick and he has more sidekicky feels in Frozen 1 than Frozen 2. But he's, are more turned into a protagonist for me. Like I, I, I was talking with Trey earlier about this and I'm like, I feel like a sidekick is somewhere in where if they made a spinoff series or a sequel and it solely evolved around, evolved, revolved around that sidekick as the main person, like that, that almost shows to me that that's like more sidekicky. Like you have, I keep coming back to like Robin and Batman Robin is Batman's sidekick, but they have shows and movies like focused around Robin, <laughs> round Robin. Um, anyway, <laughs> like I, they have a bunch of shows and shorts that are based off Olaf alone, and I'm totally down for those. Uh, but I feel like in the second movie, he turned into more of like a co-protagonist to me. Oh, 100%. Way more, more so than the, the first, because he's like so oblivious and naive. And then through the whole thing... Of the second one, he's like almost growing up. I even now, so um, Aiden loves Frozen and Frozen Two. Um, Elsa's his favorite princess because she can turn people into ice statues. It's like his favorite thing. Um, That's awesome. When we rewatch, I have to skip as soon as Olaf dies until after Anna finishes her song because I sob. My entire way through that, I, like full on ugly sob. My Every nose time? is running. I can't do it. <laughs> oh my god! I can't do it. It's and this is why Frozen Two is arguably my 
probably all time favorite Disney movie. Um, oh, once you, wow. once I really start getting into it, Frozen Two hat brings the feels. It is a far more mature and grown up Disney film. Um, that her song in that deals with so much about depression, um, whether it's depression from assumed deaths, you have everything taken away from you. You just don't know what to do. Like it's just uh, putting that foot in front of you and just doing the next right. Don't look anywhere else. Don't worry about five steps down the road. What is the next step that you need to do to keep moving in your day? And like that, that is like an emotionally hard hitting song that that's probably way more um, like it probably connects way more to an older audience than it does like Disney's typical audience. And I know I'm totally sidetracking here, but Frozen 2 hits emotions hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Olaf isn't allowed to die. Um, he just doesn't. That's so funny. He's like, oh my god, kind of sort of gone. And then we fast forward and then he's back and we're good. Kind of sort of, yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> Okay. He's just not in the movie right now. It's fine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. So then would you say Jeannie is a sidekick too then? No. And I, I thought long and hard about this. Jeannie doesn't feel like a sidekick to me. Jeannie feels like a co-protagonist. Abu is a sidekick. Okay. So now we got Jeannie doesn't feel like a sidekick. Co-protagonist. We got sidekicks and we just got furry animal friends. Like I, I get too into this. Jeez. I dive like too a, deep in. There's a lot of different things going on. I'm I'm sure that Jeannie's gonna be on a ton of people's like, oh yeah, that's like like, oh, that's an easy sidekick. I don't I don't Jeannie just feels like another character in the movie to me. He fits all the sidekick guidelines. I just don't consider him to be a sidekick. He just, he feels more like his own person. I, can't I do it. think he's a sidekick. I'm sure. I can't <laughs> do it. I, I, I had him written down for a second. And then I was like, no, like for the same, everybody has Sebastian as a sidekick. Sebastian doesn't feel like a sidekick. Zazu from Lion King doesn't feel like a sidekick to me. They just feel like other characters in the movie. But Zazu, like, is the one kind of guiding Simba through the, he has until Timon his and dad Pumbaa. dies. What? He has Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, at the end. Uh, there's a lot more that happens. I, I think he actually spends more time with Timon and Pumbaa than he does with Zazu, especially growing up. The whole oh, growing probably. up sequence. But I also I, find Zazu a little bit annoying. Zazu maybe is, maybe is a sidekick to Mufasa. He's a little uptight. Oh, yeah. You know, a little stressy. It's kind of like me. <laughs> Annoying, uptight, and stressy. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I <laughs> that does. <laughs> yep. Oh my god, I would. That's not about right. Say that you are on a Zazu. I don't. I don't even. I don't find you uptight at all. But <laughs> I'm <Ooh>. stressy. <laughs> Stressy, messy, depressy. We've got it all. <laughs> no. You want real? That's us. <laughs> I, I will admit it. Look, I've got some stressy people in my life. You are not super, super stressy. You're not Zazu stressy at all. 
You're, you've never, you never. I don't know. Seen what me? kind of stressy are you? <laughs> what? I was trying to see if there's another character that has like stressy vibes that are not on Zazu's levels. Maybe more Sebastian levels of stressy, like Ariel. Do not do that. This is why I don't do accents. Um, that like maybe really like, good. I, um, thank you, thank you. Maybe more Sebastian level stressy, like out of control stressy, out like recognizing that it's outside of your control. Zazu's still working on that. That's fair. Maybe <laughs> I like to be in control <laughs> of my life. But you're you're the oldest happen. child. That surprises me not at all. Yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't really have too many others to call out. I feel like that's So Timon and Pumbaa, what are they then? Sidekicks. Okay. Oh my god. I put them I'm as so sidekicks. <laughs> okay. I'm flip flopping here all over the place. Because no, I would have I... thought that they were sidekicks too. They're vital. They feel far more vital to me than Zazu does. I okay, I, I would agree. I would agree with that. But not vital enough like Genie to be their own character. I don't look. Man. How far down the Reddit rabbit hole did you go this time? Surprisingly not Reddit. <laughs> Where did I, you I go? Have strong Wikipedia? Feelings when it comes, I have strong feelings when it comes to sidekicks, apparently. I don't I I'm literally I was just I just pulled open a random, it was like top 35 sidekicks. I'm like, great, let's start here and start working our way down and see what I agree and disagree I with. I did too. And they were like, here's this one. And I'm like, nope, scratch. Okay, then Not actually, on the I, list. I have a question then, actually. Okay. Tinkerbell. What is she? Okay. This is where it gets specific, and this is why... This, this, uh, I'm gonna look. We're talking real talk here. This is why I have limitations when I do projects at work, and or they really like when I do projects at work because I get real into the nitty gritty. I do not think Tinkerbell is a sidekick to the main character of Peter Pan because I think Wendy Darling is more of the main character in Peter Pan than Peter Pan, but I think she is Peter Pan's sidekick. Chief Louise. Okay. She she's still she's one of those ones who feels very much so like their own character. I mean, she has all of her own TV shows spin off. She's basically like not even associated with Peter Pan anymore. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, if you think about Tinkerbell in Peter Pan specifically. More sidekicky vibes, but not yes. too Wendy. No. No. To Peter Pan. Yeah. Interesting. And see, we'll circle back. That's my Zazu feeling. Zazu is not a sidekick to Simba or Nala. I would feel that he is far more of a sidekick to Mufasa. Which okay. is why I don't like him as a sidekick, I guess. Fair. Okay, I'm understanding now, you know, your thought processes through all you. of this. I'm, I'm in the weeds. It's getting real nitty gritty. I'm pulling out literary definitions all over the places I'm researching. Yeah. I just needed, you know, a couple minutes to really, where is Callie coming from here? Where it's a special level of crazy. <laughs> I love it. I'm not completely insane, but I am mostly insane. But like almost there. Same. I'm almost there. Good song. Yeah, but that's all. Literally, we've talked about all the ones that I've written down. Like Yay! they were mentioned at some point. 
I have a bunch that are just like, I'm like, oh yeah, from this movie and from that movie and from this movie. Mm-hmm. It gets crazy. Um, <laughs> speaking of Ray, this just keeps coming back into my head as you mentioned Ray from um, Princess and the Frog. Love him. You know he's definitely going to be some like random star after the drop or he's going to be like right at the top of the drop for that ride. It's going to be like, well, keep on shining. And he's going to be like shining down on you and then you drop. Evangeline. Oh, no. I'd probably cry. I actually, that's one part of, of a Disney movie that I can't. Really? Like, I, I honestly will probably lose it every time I watch it. The stinking dragon. Like, what? No. Why did they have to do that? Not necessary. But now he's with his Evangeline star. So it's like, no, it's okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Y'all, Cozy doesn't get emotional. This is big. <laughs> I hate- oh, my God. I'm going to have to watch Princess and the Frog. I haven't watched it in a while. <sighs> I'm going to have to, like, sit down and rewatch it this week. Because- and feel all the emotions. Because Cozy getting emotional over stuff is big news. It's true. I'm not emotional. I'm like a robot. <laughs> I look, I'm not around Cozy in real life, like, next door neighbors all the time. But in the time that I have known her, I think I've seen her cry twice over the course of three-ish years. That's what? it. Yeah, I'm an NPC. Yeah. <laughs> no feelings, no emotions. Nope. Solid wall. Yep. You, you, you just don't a wall, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they think I'm rude. It's just like, that. that's how I am. Straight don't a wall. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Like other people are sobbing and you're just like, oh, yeah, thanks. But the emotion's there. I never know how to react sometimes. It's like, should I be crying? I can't make myself cry. I just laugh. It's not usually the right right thing to do. So it's like I'm a whole whole mess. Hold on, guys. I'll be right back. And you like turn your chair and you like stab yourself in the eye and turn back around and you're just crying. You're like... I thank you so much. I don't know what to say. Yeah. It's terrible. It's cool. I cry more than enough for the both of us. Hey, I'll be messaging what? Cozy. It'll be like, I'm actually crying over this right now. Don't worry. And, and I used to be like, really? And now I'm like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh my God. Cozy and Disney commercial came on the TV. <laughs> you think you that's crying? a joke, y'all? I cry at Disney commercials on the TV. Yeah. I have problems. So see, yeah, I cry at... That's why we work so well. I'm the crier. You're the more level-headed. That's silly. Don't do that. Yeah. I'm lame. <laughs> Not lame. Everybody needs the level-headedness. That's why oh. I have Trey. Excellent. <laughs> All right, y'all. We've, I think we've uh, trailed off enough here. Um, it's been thank good. Thank you all so much for hanging out. I hope you've enjoyed our craziness tonight. It's, it's felt crazy. Um, but we loved having you guys here. As we said at the beginning, we are on Twitter at Tangled in Disney. We have a lot of posts that are going up on there. Like I said before, we're going to be getting up some polls and questions. We would love to have your feedback and your input. We are also on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. All of the handles are in our bio so that you can grab those if you are not already here. Um, We are a little crazy today. We are streaming live on a Monday, but we are typically streaming live every Tuesday at 9.30 Eastern, which is 6.30 Pacific time p.m., not a.m., because that'd be crazy, and I'm not that kind of crazy. (laughs) 
I am not morning person crazy. You're crazy, but not that kind of crazy. Not that kind of crazy. Um, so come out. We'd love to see you guys here. Chat gets crazy most nights. So you definitely don't want to miss that. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Bye.